Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the next episode of Cowboys Huddle. We have a good one here for you. Lots of news as we get closer to training camp. All right, so what's on the docket today, what we're going to talk about, we're going to hit up uh, the Alan Hearns release, obviously, a little bit of Zeke stuff. Um, we're going to talk about linebackers, the position group, and then we're going to close it out with some camp battles. All right, so uh, my co-host, Foots. What's up, Foots? You ready to do this? Yo, Joe, I'm ready to rock. I'm ready to roll. Uh, got some good energy tonight. Had a good practice with the kids. Uh, we do have a loaded show for you all. Um, and your best bet is to rock with us, all right? And while we're talking about bets, before we get into the show, let's talk about my bookie, all right? Since we've started this show, I get asked all the time, how do I bet? How do I go about making sports wagers? Just that and the third. And I'm telling you, my bookie has you covered. Between their live in-game betting, endless props, and fantasy sports wagers, there's something for everyone, all right? You need to check out my bookie. Um, they're hooking all our listeners up. So if you're a listener, they're hooking you up um, all month. Visit mybookie.ag. Use the promo code mybookie.ag when creating an account. You'll get 50% off, all right? So it's really simple, guys. If you want to make some money because you know about sports, go to my bookie, mybookie.ag promo code. You play, you win, get paid. That's it. That's it, man. Who doesn't want to get paid, right? <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm yeah. telling you. And um, and talking about paid, Joe, we got to get into this Alan Hearns situation. What are your thoughts? Where are we at? Yeah, so the Alan Hearns news came out today right before, you know, the the planes get off the tarmac. So, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I'm telling you. They, this is something that the, that the Conways look like. Yeah, I don't know if it's strategy or whatever. We kind of talked about this offline. It was like, you know. They, they let these guys dangle around and then they cut them last minute. So, I don't know. I I, I was hoping to, to see Alan Hearns, you know, show what he had, you know, make it a, a feel-good story. You know, he's a vet. I mean, he's done some good things in the league. So, um, but, you know, it, it is what it is. At the end of the day, it, it is a business. It can be a little bit cutthroat at times, but, you know, they asked him for a pay cut. He said no. They moved on and now we're moving on. You know, who the... These young guys, they're going to have more opportunity. That, that This this is great news for any – these receivers, these young guys, this is great news for them, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, we really talked about this pre-show, Joe. This, to me, lets these receivers know, hey, we trust you guys. Somebody go out and win a job. Whether it's the young guy like Guyton, whether it's uh, Noah Brown. I mean, you you name it, Joe. Mm -hmm. you, go get, you go get a position. All right. Um, you know, who's it going to be? So we we when we covered receivers, we thought that if something were to happen to a uh, Amari Cooper, that Hearns would step in. Well, guess what? Not anymore. All right. So, you know, there's a Cedric Wilson out there. There's a Noah Brown out there. There's a Jalen Guyton. There's, you know, all of these people. And maybe this says something also about John Bay Johnson, what they think about him. Maybe this says something about Randall Cobb and the role that he's going to play um, and that they think that they will be fine uh, if something were to happen because you always have to plan for injuries. If you don't, you're not a good pro personnel. Uh, you don't have good pro personnel, excuse me, and you're not, um, you're not, you know, handling business correctly. So, you know, I liked Alan Hearns. I just didn't love him. Um, and... When we had that receiver debacle last year where there was basically nobody who can make plays, get open, he was part of that group. I understand why the Cowboys – like, this is the Cowboys' MO. So, you know, 
I understand why Steven's like, yeah, you know, are you really worth it? Yeah, you know what I mean? So, uh, just one of those things, yo. Just one of those things. Absolutely, man. So, it, it's, um, <clears throat> it, it does make you wonder, you know, like, you know, who else? Is, is, there, is there a next person? I think this kind of also sends a message across the roster that, hey, this is a vet, you know, like, hey, nobody is safe, you know. Um, <laughs> you could, yeah, you know, could somebody at another position be next or is this it? So you have any gut feelings on, on that foot? So you think this is the one of the only moves that we'll, we'll see here before camp? Or do you think somebody else could be in danger of uh, last minute cut? Before camp, I think everybody's safe, but We'll talk about these battles later, and we'll definitely we'll, we'll there will be some cuts that people won't expect. Let's say that yeah, yeah. that I have that I'm thinking about. Yeah, definitely. That's that's for sure, and that's something that we've we've been talking about all all off season. That you know, we've kind of reached that level of the roster where there's going to be good people leaving this team. You know, that which will be unfortunate, but that's a good testament to the scouting department, Will McClay these guys so you're doing good things so sometimes problems are good things you know what i mean absolutely bro um i think that this team understands the ability and understands how to stay young and they understand that they understand okay what what can you do for me what have you done for me lately mm -hmm. um and i mean let's be honest i mean with the arrival of amari cooper there's a lot of guys who aren't needed within this offense and again, we'll talk about that. So, um, with them reporting to camp, Joe is one of those things that I'm, I'm, I'm anxious, very anxious to see what's going to happen, what's going to take place. Yeah, and, and the the other thing that we want to kind of just touch on too is is Ezekiel Elliott, right? So, what, um, how are you feeling about this? This whole thing about uh, him supposedly going out of the country before camp starts? Is he going to report? Or is he going to hold out? What is your gut feeling right here as we get really close to camp now? So, Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> I I just hope Zeke does the right thing, Joe. So all I can say, um, I, you know, I, I, I want Zeke to understand. I just want Zeke to understand, like, dude, this is not, it's not smart. You're not helping yourself. Zeke can't help himself by holding out because it's, it's almost like trying, what Steven won't do is allow his hand to be forced. You know what I mean, Joe? Right. Um, and nothing good can come from this. Now you show up because the, the problem is Zeke hasn't been clean off the field. If he's been a perfect camper, if he's just done exactly what's needed to be asked, and he, listen, he's been healthy, but there's no need in going over and over and over about his accolades. We know how good Zeke is. Let's talk about it from the fact that nothing good can come from this, Joe, because you're trying to force an organization's hand who's been behind you. Steve and Jerry, the whole nine. You know you're going to get your money. You know you're a top three black back in the league. Just report. Just do the right thing. Be the leader that you... You, you've been a leader on the field. It's time for you to be a leader off the field, and this is off the field. You heard what Amari Cooper said. They'll get his his deal done when it's time to get it done. Just go show and prove. And um, so I'm hoping that Zeke shows up. I'm hoping that he doesn't make this more than what it needs to be, but it'll show you a lot about his character if he doesn't. So I'm just going to leave it there, Joe. You know, yeah. it, it'll be interesting. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm with you 100%. Dude. Everything you just said, Phil Tom, I'm right there with you. So, um, you know, we, we won't kick a dead dog, you know, as I say. But, uh, yeah, I totally agree with you, man. So, hopefully, you know, in a, in a few days from now, we can put this behind us and, and move on. Because that's what we want. We want a clear mind, uh, you know, a clear eye view. Like Jalen Smith says, man, that, that what he says, a clear eye view, uh... It, it, it goes for everybody, man. And I just I just hope that all these players go into the season with, with that mindset. So it's going to be good, man. Yeah, I mean, it's. I would love for, you know, I would love for, you know, Zeke to kind of adapt Jalen's professionalism. Yeah. And I think he wants to do it. I just think he has a lot of kid in him and a lot of growing up to do. So, you know, you got to do it. But, you know, if you don't, and that his position is he has to know they'll find a way, especially with them getting younger on the offensive line, understanding the, the, the premium of the offensive line and other positions. Like, his leverage, he, I think Zeke may think he has more leverage than what he really has. But let's wait and see. And um, I'll just let it develop and play out, though. Yeah, man. Um, the other topic we want to talk to about, actually speaking of Jaden Smith, is the linebackers, right? So we'll hit on that subject here. It's another position group that we want to hit on real quick before camp starts. And, um, you know, on paper, it looks like one of the strongest groups, if not the strongest group of the entire team. So, you know, you're getting your sophomore season from uh, Leighton Vanderesh. Had an awesome rookie campaign. Um, Jalen Smith really just looking the part, man. He just hit physical, hitting people. And um, physicality is scary. Yeah, man. physicality. The speed is back, and he loves to hit people. He, he's looking to, to make you remember the hit, and that's that was Jalen at Notre Dame, and that's what I saw from him last season. I, I'm pumped about that, and of course, you know, Sean Lee. Where do you see him actually lining up in training camp? I think that'll be interesting. Do they, in fact, have him out there? You know, just in nickel situations, or you know, as a Sam linebacker. What's your um, your feeling on the linebacker split? So let's do a let's do a rerun real quick. Jalen Smith wasn't supposed to. Jalen Smith wasn't supposed to be a starter. I mean, he wasn't even. Excuse me. Jalen Smith wasn't supposed to play football again. Right. He wasn't supposed to play football. Joe mm -hmm. comes in is you know the whole nine of him 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 the clear eye view and this is just like he's just being you know this guy who's just super positive but no he really talked prayed worked his ASS off back in the shape it was amazing the injury the whole nine right oh yeah then he's like okay last year not 2019 2017 no it's kind of like Oh, he's just kind of out there. And then last year, he just took off. Him and Layton just took off, right? This this position group might not be the best on the team. This position group might be the best in the league. There we go. Bold Layton, statement. Bold statement. Layton, and Layton Van Der Esch and Jalen Smith are... And I even go as far... I like Joe Thomas, Joe. We know about Sean Lee at week. Um... I like Joe Thomas. Um, I like Marsh Lillard. 
as a as a as a uh, as a special team chase, right, Joe? So this, this and let's let's do a rewind now to Leighton Vanderess. Okay, I have to stand on the soapbox. I didn't like the pick. You know who we wanted? Mm-hmm. Um, kid in Tennessee now, Rashawn Evans, um, who actually wasn't bad. He just wasn't, you know. Obviously, he wasn't Darius Leonard or Leighton Vanderess. So you're thinking about these players, right, Joe? And you're thinking about this linebacking corp, and you're like, man, weren't we wrong, right? Yeah. But now, what's happened is your team speed. Because Layden is a Ferrari in the sense that he's 6'5", and he can run. He's not a 6'5", you know, Keith Brooking who isn't, he, he's not, you know, sideline to sideline. You know, Brooking was more of a thumper. You know, played guard to guard, thumper. Right and attack the ball. No, Layden can run. You saw his interception against Carson Wentz. He's good in coverage, can turn his hips, can can cover. He's a big body, sound tackler, um, great bend, uh, neck like a freaking eight-pound steak. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just see what I'm saying, Joe? Mm-hmm. So this, this position group, there's no competition. Layden and and Jalen are the guys. And what I would like to see more out of the Cowboys training camp and such is, man, use Jalen more as a blitzer. You were on him at Notre Dame. Obviously, that's your team. Man, he, stuck, he had his foot, he had his hand on the ground, Joe. Yeah. Yeah, he can get it done, man. He is such a versatile player. He, he just knows how to hit those creases and you know, if it's not a sack, it's a pressure. And sometimes a pressure is just as good as a sack because you're forcing an errant throw, a short pass that gets intercepted, or tip, whatever. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, man, if, if they can utilize him in that in that uh, type of situation with the linebackers, uh, that would be great. Yeah, just because when you think about how good he is and how athletic he is and he can run, I'm just going to keep using that. That word, run, 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 Jalen, run. Jalen Smith can really run, Joe. Yeah. And, you know, and I think that in that, um, you know, use that to your advantage. This. So what do teams want to do, Joe? They want to attack the middle of the field. You have two linebackers who you can play base. You don't have to get into nickel packages or different different packages where you got to bring in a smaller defender because you have two backers that can run. That's going to be the position moving forward in the NFL. I was listening to someone. I was like, you know what? It's so true. You have to have backers who can turn and run with tight ends who can also fit in the run game. Yeah, you yeah, have to have players who can turn and run with tight ends, and I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that we have two two backers who can fit and who can and who can run, who can open up their hips and run and cover. You know, Sean could Sean, Sean could do both. He just wasn't durable. These two proved that they would be durable all year. That's the deal, right there. Durability. So the the thing about it is, we know what we have in our starters. How do you feel about the depth, though? You, you did okay. mention you did mention Joe Thomas. I think that's a really really good. I think he could actually start in this league somewhere, but with us, that's not going to happen, right? But he's a good he's a good piece there. But how do you feel about the other guys? Yeah, I mean, so 
Listen, Joe Thomas can play. Uh, I thought that was one of our better signings. And there were if, if Layden had not had come along, he would have probably been in the rotation. Um, but unlike, you know, kind of like Layden, there was no like the, the best thing that happened was Sean getting hurt in that, that Seattle game that we lost. Uh, you saw him start to come on, you know? Mm-hmm. You saw him really start to come on. Was that was that the game that late? Yeah, that was his intro game. Couldn't move the ball, but you saw, you know, oh, Layton making a tackle to Oh, and then as we turned around, he really started playing, you know, having more of a role, Joe. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. I just, but had we not, had, had, had we not, had he not, rather, Joe Thomas would have played a role. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens with, you know, uh, Marshall Lillard. Um, I think that, I think that, so with Marshall Lillard, I just think that he's just buried, you know. Uh, he's just buried on a good team, you know, Covington. They're just, they, they'll probably be backups. Why? Because they just, they won't be able to get, touch the field. Um, because the depth now you don't hope for an injury but if there were was an injury i think that that joe thomas would step up and i'm not gonna say you would you wouldn't miss a beat but you would be okay um i don't think i would lose sleep at night so um the depth wise again joe i think that our depth is good i really do it'll be an interesting position looking forward right because it's like um I feel like you just kind of just looking ahead at the contracts, Byron Jones versus Jalen Smith. I just, for me, I feel like that's where the team is going to look at this. Like who do they want to go long-term with, you know? And, and that's, you know, we, we talked about this in the last one was, uh, that's one of my big question marks is Byron Smith. I mean, Byron Jones and, and, and the hips, right. And then Jalen Smith. So who do you want to go long-term with? I, 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 I don't, I'm not so sure they can keep both, but if it came down to the two, I'm going with Jalen. So you have him, you have Leighton Van Der Esch, first round pick, so you're going to get that fifth year option. Jalen Smith's different. He'll be a restricted guy. So you got to start thinking about extending him sooner, right? So it'll be interesting to see how that position goes moving forward, you know, with the draft. Like, do they do they feel like they need a you know, spend more draft picks on, on at the linebacker position. Maybe a, get, just get you a, a Sam linebacker in the fourth or fifth round. Or, or do you feel good about some of the guys that are backs ups right now? Um, that's a good question, Joe. Um, how do you feel? Let me ask you. Yeah, I, you yeah, I feel like. Um, I feel that it would be it would be something like that. I think they're hoping that they can get something out of Covington, Lillard. I think he's just on a you know year to year type of deal. It looks like and yeah. Joe, Joe Thomas as well. So I don't know. I, I think they can keep these guys around, but you do want to have one of these guys step up and you know possibly if they're gonna have to get in there and play some Sam linebacker because Sean Lee will he he's definitely on the end of his career. So. You are going to have to get somebody in there. So it'll be interesting, man. It'll, it'll be interesting to see what they do with that. Nah, man. I, so some, I, I do. Damian Wilson was a sneaky loss. Mm-hmm. All right. So you're right about that. I think Covington will get a shot. But see, we don't really use. I, I always forget about this, Sam, because it's really not used much. 
Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. And that's why I was that's why I was thinking like if they did address it in the draft, it would be a high pick. It would be like fourth, fifth, or somewhere later, right? Like um, Yeah. They just I don't I don't see them investing a big a bigger draft pick at a Sam linebacker. But um feel pretty good about it. Feel pretty good about them going into the training camp. So that'll be a good position. Really really what you want to see is progression by Leighton Van Der Esch. He looked like, you know, I mean, he was like an all-pro, right? So it's like you just want to see that the progression. You know, he can definitely improve in some areas. Um, but uh, I, I think, I mean, I honestly, his recognition is good. He, he obviously learned from the best in Lee. His, I like, he filled better than I thought. He's never going to blow you up, which is kind of weird because He's so big, and you think he's just gonna run through you, but you know he's never gonna blow you up. But he'll always, um, he'll always come and make the tackle. Um, and just the fact that you know he he's stout, he's sound, he's always in position is always a good, uh, is always a good thing. Yeah, man, and, and shout out to the coach Ben Bloom. I think he did a really good, really really good job with Eberflus leaving, and I think he just doesn't get enough Absolutely. credit. You know, I think. Man, I, I think Bloom is going to be one of these guys that could be something in this league in, in a couple of years. No, Ben Bloom, definitely. That's a good call right there. Um, and to be honest with you, um, I think that I think that Ben Bloom, um, there's, there's, definitely, there's definitely something to be said about how he was able to get these guys playing well. Um, you know, playing... Playing, excuse me, playing in space, Joe. Oh yeah, playing yeah. in space, uh, tackling. Those guys tackle so well. Um, and, and and you know, you know, it's it's one of those things like, well, linebackers are supposed to tackle. Yeah, they are, but you have teams around the league where their backers don't tackle well. They don't come to balance. You know, I think that he did a good job of just getting the getting understanding basics. Understanding basics, Joe. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah you know, yeah. understanding. Yeah, fundamentally, coming to balance, tackle, shoot your head, those little things. Um, wrapping up, wrapping up, Joe. It was when you know you had you had um, excuse me, we had defensive coordinators like Rob Ryan. I mean, I can't believe. I mean, I can't. <laughs> I said I can't believe. I don't think people understand how many missed tackles this team had. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of missed tackles, Joe. Oh, yeah. Just simply because, you know, um, you know, just simply because we, you know, we 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 just weren't coached on the fundamental things. We were trying to do a million blitzes and all this stuff. But, you know, the fundamental things we just we didn't handle. And I think that Bloom and his staff does a good job with that. Does a really good job with that. Yeah, they do, man. That's that's a, that's a good call right there, Foot. So, linebackers, I think we hit that good there, man. So, really, that's gonna be a fun group to watch. So, uh, now what we want to get into is how we can save you some money with some tickets, guys. So, uh, and I'm talking about, I'm talking about SeatGeek, all right. So, check this out, all right. Make sure you guys check this out. Write this down because this will save you some money. So this is SeatGeek, all right? I'd like to take a second to introduce you to our friends from SeatGeek. Let them take the confusion out of your ticket buying experience. Instead of shopping dozens of sites online to find the best deal, let SeatGeek do it for you, all right? Their app scans the web for the best deals of your favorite game, concert, show, and rates them on scale zero to 10, let you know if you're getting the best bang for your buck. A green dot 
uh, marks great deals, yellow dot, good deals, red dot, not so good deals. So they take, you know, they take it all the headache out of it for you. So, um, but if you want to save some money, write this down, use promo code ACAA. All right. That's alpha, Charlie, alpha, alpha at checkout to receive $20 off your first purchase. That's pretty good money right there. That's two free beers on the stadium on them. And who doesn't want free beer at a game? Relax, enjoy yourself, save some money, drink some beers. What are you waiting for? The promo code again is ACAA. $20 off your first purchase. SeatGeek, all right? License event, we have the tickets. Hook them up. Rock. Roll. Roll, baby. <laughs> all right, so Joe, now... I compiled a list of work, and I'm gonna I'm gonna actually hit this video uh, on my way to work tomorrow. Really took some notes, and I'm actually gonna put you on a clock now, Joe. So I got five position battles, all right. Um, and I didn't have a winner, more just like a watch. And I'm not gonna ask you to choose a winner, Joe. Um, but I will say that these battles are are. Let's say they're extremely important. Why, Joe? Because they're gonna shape some of the, what do we say, cuts, more or less. They're gonna shape some of the cuts that um, may take place. Maybe some of the reason why, you know, Hearns got released kind of early on in this process. Maybe some of the reason why, uh, you know, fans are kind of torn all over the internet about certain players, right? So. Let's jump right into it, Joe. Um, let's jump right into it, Joe. So, I got, I got battle number one: Dorrance Armstrong, Taco Charlton. Joe, how you feeling? I'll leave my two cents, but I want to get yours. Uh, Dorrance Armstrong and Taco Charlton. Um, man, it's that is going to be uh, something good to watch there. I, I feel like Dorrance Armstrong is a professional, like all the way. Um, and I just feel that he, I think that uh, he's going to be in the mix. He's going to be in the mix. He's got a lot of power. We, Every snap that I saw from him, he never really got blown up or beat by his player. In fact, he was making some pretty good plays. So in the time that he got, the opportunities he got, I saw him making plays. Tarkle Charlton, conversely, looked really good in the preseason, but didn't follow through with it in the regular season. So it was kind of weird. Um, was it the injuries? Or was it pushback? Was he not getting along with Marinelli? That's a big thing. If you can't take the coaching from Marinelli, you're going to be in the doghouse and you may never get out. So um, we'll see, man. But who? If, if we're if we're saying who could win this, I think um, right now I'm probably going to say Doris Armstrong. You know, but I I do I do hope that Taco does show up. You know, we're seeing some of his workout videos online and this and that. But you know, like we've like we've talked about before. Those are fine and dandy, but you got to see it in, in action, right? <laughs> I mean, we see these yeah. guys doing all these, like, kung fu moves and all these uh, swim moves and everything in the sand and everything. So, I mean, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll see what I, happens there. I like what you said about the professionalism, Joe. I think that's a good point because I think that, you know, some of the questions about Taco's work ethic and, you know, him kind of having trouble taking the coaching – um, the one thing I don't want to do is give up on Taco because it was two years in and we had no really idea. Was it two years in when it came to Demarcus Lawrence? Yeah, um, yeah, it's almost a, it's almost the same 
type of career arc. It's it's eerie. So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm with you on that. I don't want to give up on him either. So, but this is the year definitely because you want to know something by year three. So he's done just enough not to be totally disrespected, but he hasn't. He also hasn't made that leap. I think what's happened as an NFL, you're expecting you're expecting your ones to show something um, and to be successful. Uh, however, um, however, I'm gonna go Dorrance as well, just because, like you said, the rushes, his snap and his burst looks just it looks impeccable. So we'll see what happens there, Joe. All right, here we go. Moving on to number two, and this is a good one, Joe, is just the left guard battle, all right? The battle of the Connors, and then let's throw in Xavier Suofilo now. Right now, we believe Connor Williams has the upper hand, but Joe, is there any chance of, you know, Connor McGovern doing something? It, could he come in, you know, play with more strength than Williams and outright take the job? Could Suofilo do the same thing what are you thinking buddy um <clears throat> no i i feel i feel i honestly feel that it's gonna be connor williams i, I think they have uh you know a um, a road map i guess you could say in place where it's gonna be connor williams left guard move him to right tackle in 2020 and just let connor mcgovern soak in everything in um you know the program under uh the guidance of um colombo you know, but that's not to say that, you know, there will be competition and he will be in there. So, you know, there's the, not to say that he come out here and blow people away. You know, could it be a Zach Martin level type of guy where you're like, OK, well, we can't sit this guy. <laughs> if he's playing like that, like you can't. I mean, you may make a move and, and that's really what you want. You want to see something crazy like this happen because that might give the Cowboys some flexibility in moving somebody like let's say if you want to get value out of somebody it could be lyle collins you know if you already have the roadmap in place that you want to put connor williams at right tackle but you you don't want to sit in mcgovern because he's looking really good in camp in the preseason now maybe you have the option to to move a player like Lyle collins get a draft pick and then go you know go to battle next year in the draft you know Yo, this was um, this is a really good conversation, Joe, and that was a really good point. I like your roadmap point. Um, it's one of those things that a plan, and I think that's what the Cowboys have been so um, out front. And now, just the wins and the big games have to come. But I think they've been doing so well with staying one, two, three, four years ahead and being able to brace. Now, I will say this. Connor Williams, towards the end of the year, quiet has kept played well. However, the strength will need to improve consistently, or I'm going to want to see McGovern, just because I know him coming from that Big Ten and just watching him block, right. I know that he can do it on a high level. So that'll be something to keep our eyes on. All right, here we go, Joe. Here goes a hot one right here. here. Randall Cobb, Tavon Austin, baby. Who do you like tell me why i got a feeling i kind of know but i want to know your thoughts um get you on record let's go yeah I, I love randall cobb all the way because i just i feel like he's he's first of all he's a, a more accomplished polished wide receiver he's just not a gadget player or i mean he and he does miss some time you know but but he's he's um had a lot of yards in this in this team uh and i mean in the nfl played under a good program there with the packers so he knows how to be a professional 
uh, first and foremost. And he can play on the outside. You can play on the inside. You know, you can put him wherever. You can put him in the backfield. And he's a physical, uh, you know, wide receiver. And that's kind of the thing where his that's one of the issues to get some of these soft tissue injuries of the hamstrings you know he just has that kind of build you know he's a physical runner and um i, I just like him way more than Tavon. for me Tavon just has too many of the uh of issues where you know he misses a lot of time fumbles with the returns luckily you know we didn't have that problem last season but with the rams it, it was documented he had a lot of fumbles and then the injuries of course now you do have him on the cheap, so it doesn't hurt. You know, maybe, maybe Kellen Moore can get something out of him that that uh, you know Linehan couldn't because you know that's all they gave him. They just gave him the jet sweep crap, and it sucks. It, it didn't do anything. It was garbage. Yeah, he had the deep pass here and there and this and that, but at the end of the day, they didn't use him good, and he was injured a lot of the time. So you you know you just. It's a big question mark. It's a big question mark with Tavon Austin. Yeah, no, I mean, with Tavon, I think we saw firsthand his career (laughs) in like a a micro way. Yeah, exactly. Big plays, going to miss a lot of time, going to only be used in a couple ways. Maybe it's because, you know, it's that, that old adage, you know, the the he can only be used this way that way. Maybe is is it the player not knowing either? You know, is the player not being able to execute either? Mm-hmm. These coaches are paid to not only coach up but also evaluate. Right. So what what exactly what's Tavon's toughness like? All right, I always get mad at my players. I'm like, dude, you got to take a tackle and be able to get up, like get your ass off the ground. Mm-hmm. Take a tackle, pop up. And do it again and again. And I know with Tavon, with Cole Beasley, they were kind of guys like every time they get tackled, they kind of looking like, uh, is he, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah you weren't sure if he was going to get up, right? Yeah, like, what what now? You know what I mean? Why are you walking? Like, dude, get tackled and pop up. Let's go. You know, so um, it'll be interesting to see how Tavon goes about this camp. You know, I'll tell you right now, if he's sitting out a bunch of days, He's gonna get cut, so mm-hmm. um, yeah. he needs to have a good showing, um, and vice versa with Cobb. I think Cobb is needs to use this year to try to get more money and kind of revitalize his career. All right, Joe, this is an underrated one. Mike White, Cooper Rush. So I don't think people understand how big and underrated of a battle this is. I'm gonna tell you right now, both of these quarterbacks are like trash. They're getting a vet. Joe, who do you like? Tell me why. Yeah, 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 you're right. <laughs> if they look like trash, you got to get a vet, right? And, man, it, it, it really, that is what it is. That's what it is all the way because, you know, Cooper Rush looked good his first year. I don't know if he had the sophomore slump last year, what it was. Um, was it the changing of the guard with Kellen Moore as a quarterback coach? And I, There's just a lot of factors. But now you have, you know, John Kidd in here. He's not going to take any crap from anybody. He'll call you out. And he's going to give you an honest evaluation. And I think that's where the Cowboys are really going to, uh, you know, um, reap the benefits of having John Kitten in here. Because, you know, we know he's going to help out that Prescott and, the, and things like that. 
but um he's gonna he's a good evaluator he's, he's been around he's been in this league he's seen a lot of backups he knows what a good backup should be and what they should be doing so if if anybody's gonna know if these guys are gonna be the number two it'll be john ken is gonna have his his voice is gonna carry a lot when it comes down to it um but the eye test as well if these guys are throwing interceptions looking real crappy in camp and preseason then yeah man you're gonna have to probably make a trade because free the, the guys that are out there there's nothing good out there so you may have to throw a fifth for somebody so that is going to be very interesting indeed to watch yeah i mean it's gonna be uh it's gonna be really um really fun to see who can step up like dude make these throws you know cooper rush completely fell off uh mm-hmm. he fell off a bridge dude. yeah what what was that yeah and and mike white i have more hope for him than what he showed maybe another year gives him a little bit of confidence so it'll be interesting to see they'll get opportunities you just got to make the most of them so be fun I agree, man. I agree. That's yeah. It's gonna be a good one to watch. Yeah, that'll be a great one to watch. And like you said, I like the point also about uh, John Kidna and his voice, and you know, kind of, kind of getting the best uh, um, out of him, more or less. Um, and so this last one, Joe, sneaky one. Mm-hmm. All right, a lot going on with Zeke. You don't know what's gonna happen. We are all in on Tony Pollard, but I think that. Uh, these two, these two backs would probably move into the one position if something happened. Darius Jackson, Mike Weber, who do you like? Um, why? Talk to me, Joe. Yeah, man, this this is gonna be a good one, and um, it's gonna come down to late round picks. You know, Darius Jackson was a late round pick. Weber was a late round pick. Um, but you know, Darius Jackson, he's a, he's a fan favorite. You know the wherever he's been the Cowboys fans wanted him to come back like okay you saw him on the waiver wire first thing you saw on Twitter let's get Darius back let's get him back well we got him back now so um and you know some of the indications from uh, minicamp and that were that he, he looked pretty good he's looking pretty good so Weber had a little bit of a knee issue I think he had his knee scoped at one point wasn't it yeah. So yeah. So he's yeah. got a little bit of that. Darius too also has that. He had a, the the knee issue or injury as well when he was with Cleveland. So these guys they're very similar, I think. But it's going to come down to who can stay healthy. I think it's just it's going to come down to uh, battle of attrition between the two. If somebody misses time, they're going to be on the bubble. They could be a practice squad guy. And I don't know. I don't know if Darius Jackson will qualify for practice squad again, but um, Weber would, obviously. So that might, you know, give them some some leeway as what they want to do. So, but you know, he's a hell of a blocker, man. I, I like what I saw out of Weber out of college. You know, he comes out of uh, obviously Ohio State. They have a really good program there. They get their guys ready for the pros. Um, blocks really well. You know, so that's one thing that's very important for the Cowboys. You need a back there that's going to block. He's going to put his body in there. And Weber does that. And um, Darius Jackson, not so sure. I've seen too much of that. But can he do it? I'm, I'm pretty sure he can. I mean, he's, he's a vet in this league now. So we'll see. But if it comes down to who I'm going to pick right now, I'm going to go Darius Jackson. I just think he's a faster player. And um, he looks good, man. He's a shifty running back. I like him. Yeah, so quick note, Joe. 
um, people don't understand how important pass pro is for a back. Mm-hmm. It's part of the reason why I say that Zeke is the best back in football. Right. Dude, you got to stick your nose in there. Like, you really got to stick your nose in there. And you got to give your body up. I can't tell you how many times, you know, is there's a linebacker, you know, um, flying in there and on a blitz. And, and now you got to, you know, shoulder, give him shoulder and wear his ass out. And you got to have, you now have to have the mindset, right, Joe? Mm-hmm. The mindset to do just that. Um. So, um, I'm saying that to say that um, if you know you doing the work, Joe, and you studying Mike Weber, I'll be honest. I've watched Weber, but it, I haven't done a deep dive on Weber. Um, but you doing the work and you saying that, that you like him and pass pro. That's huge. Yeah. That's like extremely huge. So. We'll see how that does pan out, Joe, because, um, you know, th- those are the little things. You know, I, I'll never forget watching Bo Scarborough. It was like, Cowboys yeah. is super excited, you yeah. know. We're like, oh, you went to Alabama, he's this, that, and third. But, you know, you're kind of like, well, where the hell, what was he being taught? Because he was hitting the whole slow, wasn't running very physical. And at the end of the day, there wasn't much need for Bo Scarborough. He and he didn't make the team. Yeah. Wasn't he was a power back that wasn't running powerful. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, he was just a really diluted version of Derrick Henry. This is really what it is, right? Yeah, man. It's um, yeah, man. That that one that one had me baffled when it came to the fans because it was just like you know. There's a reason why some of these players get drafted so late, you know? Yeah, they do have, uh, supposedly, they have higher rounds on them. You know, th- that mean, they said that about Weber, too. So, um, but it, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good battle, you know? Do do they actually go short somewhere and keep an extra running back? You know, it, it's a crazy thing. You never know. But I, I, I think it will just come down to Zeke. Pollard is the locks, and then maybe your third one. I, I don't see them carrying a fourth plus your fullback, right? Like, what, are you thinking about the same thing, Foots? So, they, I, we do got to see how they want to use um, uh, Overwally. What's my man's name? Yeah, Jamie's. Um, yeah, Jamie's. 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 I want to see how they want to use him, but yes, I think, I don't think they're going to carry, I don't. I don't know. That's a good question, Joe. I don't know. Um, it'll be interesting. Like I said, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, it, it really will because at the end of the 53 cuts last year, they only carried two. It was Zeke and um, and Smith, Rod Smith, and then Alawale. So they obviously went deeper in other areas. So wouldn't that be crazy? Like what if it was just Zeke and Pollard and Alawale again? You know. Yeah, no. I don't you you would like to have a true guy in there, but I'm thinking that they would just ask Tony to do it. Mm-hmm. So and I think that guess what? I think that he could do it. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I think and that's this is really where I can't wait for fans that, that haven't really watched the draft or or know the player that well is 
how good he is as a, as a true running back. You know, he's just not the gadget player that some of the main media want to peg him as, right? <laughs> no, he's he's definitely a lot more. I would So you really want to use him like Alvin Kamara. And does that help a Dak out? You know, yeah, yeah. making, you know, making, making quick reads, making, you know, getting the ball out, getting it to a guy in space and letting him make plays. I think it does, dude. I, I really hope that that's where this is going with Kellen Moore, where this could be, you know, something explosive, kind of like, uh, like you said, like, you know, Kamara and Ingram or, you know, Tavin Coleman and Freeman in Atlanta. If, if they can do some something like that with Zeke, I mean, man, this offense is going to be crazy, you know? <laughs> yeah, you know, be multiple. Yeah. You know, think of new ideas, absolutely. You know, put a defense in stress, okay? We just talked about linebackers being able, being able to run. Let's see if these teams' linebackers can run sideline to sideline and then have to tackle Zeke. At yeah. 225. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's what I mean by putting a team in stress. And then go guard um, Amari Cooper. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And, and, yeah, use use power speed. Yeah, design some things and, and let his toughness show. So, I mean, that's going to be on Kellen Moore. But these battles, again, are going to shape some of what Kellen Moore wants to do. Exactly. You know, the Cobb battle. The, mm-hmm. the Cobb battle. Uh, not a, the backup quarterback position isn't much, but the Weber battle. I mean, some of these battles are really going to shape what the Cowboys want to do, and I'm, I'm excited. It's going to be a lot of fun, Foots. I can't wait, man. This conversation has been great. And, um, you know, I, I think um, I think we nailed it on the head here with all of our topics this evening. And, um, you know, we just we just want to say thanks to all you guys. We see, we see the plays. We see the hits and the comments and everything. Keep those coming, guys. Keep those... Uh, five-star reviews coming the comments uh, whether it's itunes google play soundcloud wherever and um, we really do appreciate it we, we do see it so we do appreciate that guys yeah man um much 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 love to everybody keep those comments going i'm gonna give you guys a uh, a reminder to just keep the uh, not the comments yeah the comments and the five-star reviews like we that that's what helps this show grow um, and it has a very grassroots following. And me and Joe, Joe, we've been very consistent. I'm proud of us, man. Pat on our back for keeping the pod going because this is another way for people to get content. We're going to keep it going during the season. And maybe we'll go two days next week for training camp. What do you think, Joe? I think, yeah. I, think I, I commit to that. Yeah, we can do that, man. We'll definitely be hitting all the training camp topics uh, full speed ahead, guys. So, you know, we'll keep you in the know. We'll give you the latest news or commentary like we always do. And straight up, you know, honest analysis. That's what we're here for you guys for. Yeah, facts. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that's it for us, guys. You know, uh, hit us up on YouTube, uh, Cowboys Blog, Cowboys Nation TV. You can find us there. Find us on Twitter. What's your uh, Twitter and Instagram handle, Foots? Foots the King, F-O-O-T-S-D-A-K-I-N-G. And uh, you guys already know, Cowboys Nation TV. And thank you, Joe. you know, we've just been going strong, man. And we're on year three. Working with you has been a pleasure, bro. Love it. Likewise. Best co-host in the business. Wouldn't have it any other way. But uh, we really appreciate it, guys. We'll catch you for the next one. Peace. Peace.